Welcome to the RimCast. Had a little uh, technical difficulty yesterday. AB's computer in 2017 is somehow riddled with viruses, <laughs> as if it's 2004. <laughs> and he's clicking on suspicious links. Listen, if, if, everything that there is that's illegal on the internet, I did on that other computer. Downloads, websites, shady websites. If you want HD quality stuff... And other, you know, f- you know, free music and free movies and free everything. Um, you're gonna have to click on some iffy websites from time to time. You're gonna have to take some fact. risks. And plus, it, the the computer's like a decade old. Two things I want to mention. Number one, AB is not gonna stand. Is not gonna illegally download your movie and watch it in 720. No, you know what no, I mean, no, 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 like no. 1080 minimum. And number two, um, phishing emails have gotten really. Good. Very good. I get an email a week that I'm like, whoa, what the f-? Like, I, I almost get duped every week, and I've been with the internet since the beginning, so I don't blame you. Uh, we also have Stat Boy after, I don't know, a two or three episode uh, hiatus. Is that is that the word? And is that and is that true, or does it just seem like uh, he like doesn't forever. do this anymore? I don't remember. Okay. I think I just missed one. So, Stat Boy, we're starting a little early today because we wanted to get your voice with some teeth whiteners in. You're jumping into the teeth whitener game, and by that I mean your girlfriend bought them for you, which means she... Disgusted by your teeth. Repulsed. (laughs) Repulsed, I'd say. (laughs) She's starting to realize that you guys are probably going to spend the rest of your lives together, and she's like, we gotta gotta do something about... Yeah, we gotta at least a couple shades brighter, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Subway, you took them off, though. We let you take them off, because you were keeping them on for far too long for them. (laughs) Just yeah, it was a bit. It was a shtick <laughs> yeah. at that point. Yeah, that's not funny. What kind of teeth whiteners you got? Stat I don't. Boy? I think it was just like Target brand. That's what like, I fuck with. Is that is Target up? Is that, are they the up variety? I don't know. I don't go to Target. I don't like white people things. If you got the packaging, you can tell it's Target. That's I. I get your point. Also, because they're only available in Target, but the big companies are getting better at packaging products in a way that you don't know what company it is. For example. You know that life water with like the fucking cool artsy labels and shit, and it's like Mad real expensive cool. water. It's really cool, right? Mad cool. That's a Pepsi product. They just don't put Pepsi on the bottle because they don't want you to know it's Pepsi. Because mm-hmm. Pepsi's not cool. Pepsi's Pepsi products stay f- f- pumping you up with sugar. My opinion. A lot of people work at Pepsi. Listen, no disrespect, but that life water, I have it on good authority that that's a Pepsi product. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, I'm worked up and ready to go. Do you guys want to talk about soccer? I would Can't love wait. to. All right, uh, Stat Boy, we're going to mute you until the end here because we can't have three people yammering. We, the last thing anybody wants to listen yeah, to nobody is three wants people to... yammering <laughs> about this soccer. I might mute AB while I'm at it. All right, here we go. <laughs> Folks, if you didn't hear, United States men's soccer lost to Trinidad and Tobago. What was it? Tuesday night AB? Two to one. Now, I didn't know this match was occurring until it was occurring. That's one issue I have with soccer. Everybody acts like it's a huge deal. Well, how come I don't know about it until it happens? (laughs) Until it's over. I feel like Creed. You know when Creed is walking out, getting ready for the big match against pretty Ricky Conlon, the Hail Mary's going on? That's, I might, I'm going to put in Hail Mary in the background at the beginning of this going on. (laughs) 
Folks, for my intake, feel just so we're clear, you're saying that your creed about delay a hammering on U.S. soccer. It's not the best. That's that's what I want to get across, but it's not the best analogy because spoiler alert for ten seconds, Creed lost to pretty Ricky Conlon, but it was close. He he he, he, he really was a fucking, him a good fight. He was an amateur. Yeah, he had one fight in his life. Yeah, so that's not really no shame. Folks, AB, feel free to jump in whenever you please, okay. but this might go from it. For quite literally my entire life, I'm 31. Thanks for the happy birthday wishes, by the way, Rimcast boys. It's in August. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> for my entire life, people have been telling us that the United States was on the verge of becoming a global men's soccer powerhouse. I don't like soccer. That's well known. I don't really even cheer for U.S. soccer. That's also well known. <laughs> but I know all the soccer players. We got Kobe Jones. You remember Kobe Jones? Alexi Lawless. <laughs> Landon, Landon Donovan. Clint Dempsey. Tim Howard. Josie Altidore. One thing you don't is know all the players. <laughs> you know all the big players. I'm saying sports. My point. Let me build this up. What I'm saying is for our entire lives, Kobe Jones is like 1994 on the cover of Sports Illustrated for kids. Everybody knew who fucking Kobe Jones was. And in 1994, people were telling us, here comes United. Oh, soccer, the next here big wave. US Check it out. Soccer. Here comes it's soccer. Most, Better watch out the for the boys. Here's the thing people that love soccer will tell you. It's like it's the most popular sport with kids. But in reality, yes. it's the easiest sport to play. So younger kids always play it and then they fucking stop. <laughs> so exactly. They it doesn't stop. mean anything. AB. Now we got a guy named Pulisic. Pulisic. I don't know. Don't care. He's 19 <laughs> and somebody called him the best soccer player in U.S. history. Somebody said that some serious guy said he's the best men's soccer player ever. He's 19 years old. So what am I supposed to believe out here? That's all I ever hear about U.S. soccer. They lost a World Cup qualifier. Did we say that yet? That this match they lost was to get them into the World Cup. All they had to beat, all they had to do was tie Trinidad and Tobago, which I believe is just off the coast of Gullah Gullah Island, AB. <laughs> a country with the same population roughly as San Diego. A country with the population of one city, mid-sized major city. So they will miss the World Cup for the first time in our lives. Now, after 30 years of telling me how great the United States was about to be at men's soccer, the, the soccer community is losing their shit, AB. Losing their minds. We're worse they're than ever. About, they're out here talking about, we got to do this and this and this. We got to make a long-term plan. The whole This whole shit has been a long-term plan. It's been a long-term <laughs> plan the whole time. I'm tired of hearing about the United States men's soccer long-term plans. Here are some quotes from people I like and respect. Uh, a Sports Illustrated soccer writer named Grant Wall said it was the most surreal and embarrassing night in U.S. soccer history. <laughs> he used a word I've never even fucking heard before. Um, I, I don't know how to pronounce this word. I know all, I, I know all the words. Wordsmith. I know the best. I'm the wordsmith. I know the best words. I've never heard this word before. He called it um, miasma of futility. Nolan, look up. What's it mean? M -I, What's that mean? I don't know. Stab boy, save this for the end. M-I-A-S-M-A. -A -A. Miasma of futility. It sounds bad. It sounds yeah, dreadful. It sounds really bad. Deadspin called it a shock of historic proportions, an unmitigated disaster in the lowest moment in this country's history in the sport. <laughs> <laughs> Will Leach, a writer I like, staggering, breathtaking, and utterly incomprehensible. 
Now, before I get before I get into why soccer stinks, so if you don't want to hear that why I think soccer stinks, <laughs> just press the fifteen second skip button fifty times. All right. <laughs> my my question is, and in, in, I I don't doubt that this is a, the the worst men's soccer loss in history. I don't doubt it. You don't lose to Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, especially when all you need to do is tie them to get into the World Cup. High stakes, the bar is low. You should clear that. I saw but something this, that again, said U.S. had a ninety-seven percent chance, based on some sure. I believe that before the match happened of making the World Cup. This goes back to and we talked about this like two years ago. Ab people talk about soccer. They 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 use high, constant hyperbole. So I never know what to believe. Is I don't even know the guy's name. Who's who's the good guy who kicks it around out there for like Spain or the red team? Real Madrid. No, is a is that guy? Oh, Messi! Oh, he's done it. Is Messi <laughs> the best guy in the history of the sport, or is he just a guy who had a couple good highlights? I don't know because every they call everybody the best of the most. I feel like Ronaldo and Messi are the two top guys right now, and have been for. I feel I don't know. Most of our- I don't know. I, all I know is all soccer fans watch matches with a thesaurus by their side, t- getting ready to tell use a word to impress me. The motherfucker called that a miasma of futility. I don't even know what what <laughs> language is that. Anyway. We're we're talking about a sport where the final score is often one to zero, two to zero, sometimes even two to nil. Zero and in to this zero. case, or in this zero to zero, <laughs> in this case, two to one. Okay. Often all you need is one kick to hit the net in a 90 minute game that decides the entire match. So, of course, in my eyes, that's a thin margin. For error, right? Like, of, like, bad baseball teams beat really good baseball teams every fucking day. So, of course, a good team in soccer is going to lose to a bad team in soccer. Sometimes, yeah. Every, every now and then. To act like it's incomprehensible that a team would lose is like, I think you're going a little overboard there. Like, sometimes good teams lose to bad teams. It happens. Tiger Woods missed cuts in his prime. You know what I'm saying? So to, they keep calling it incomprehensible. And I'm looking around and I'll wait for Nolan to tell me at the end. I don't I don't know if that's true or not. But all I know is that people fucking lost it, AB. Listen to me, Rim. They aren't getting the good black athletes of America. And they never will. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. You know, that's what we've always said. And up until this week, I was that was my like one of my main sticking points for why soccer will never be good. I always thought, okay, it's kids don't want to play because there's not a lot of money in it. The best their soccer, our teams don't have Russell Westbrook and Kyrie Irving, right? That's mm-hmm. what that was always our thing is that the best play, the best athletes in America play more lucrative American sports. Yep. I don't think it's about that anymore because here's the thing: all those guys, all these super athletes that are our age, like for sure played soccer when they were kids, and they probably just didn't like it. <laughs> and here's here's why they don't stick with it, um, because this country doesn't care. Not not just like America, yeah. but their friends didn't. Their friends probably played and didn't like it. Their family didn't really care. Their family liked other. Their communities didn't care. You know what I mean? Like, it, and not just LeBron, JJ Watt, whoever. It doesn't matter. The, America cares about the sports that we invented and grew ourselves. Those are the sports that still resonate with us, and those are the sports that matter. So I hear all the time, well, so-and-so, some soccer player got a f- half a billion dollar contract from so whatever fucking European Liga de Europa type of stuff. <laughs> but that doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, they, they've been, it's been lucrative to be a soccer player for a long time if you're at the tippy-tippy top. It's, 
what matters is every, in day-to-day life, the, almost nobody cares about the sport in this country. And we never, ever will because we didn't invent it. Soccer will never be a top-tier sport in America, period. Name a, name a good American male tennis player. Pete Sampras, he's 55 years old. And nobody's freaking out like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do about tennis? We got to get a good. Nobody gives a shit because it's just tennis. It's a country club sport. Most people don't play it and nobody gives a <laughs> about tennis. So why we're not worried about getting the next big guy. And I might have to bleep some of these out because I'm going to swear too frequently <laughs> that it might become grating on the ears. <laughs> There's a lot of people who say the next generation of American stars are waiting in the wings. They say, you know, we got this Pulsicic guy. Well, here's why. They said ESPN and Fox paid a ton of money to have the rights to televise all these games. So kids today will be exposed to high-level soccer more than we You know what kids do when they fucking see soccer's on? They click to something else immediately, like I do. The reason that those companies, in my estimation, paid all that money for the rights to broadcast those games, and not just the World Cup. The World Cup is going to be on Fox next year. And ESPN televises, and I think NBC, too, televises a lot of uh, Premier League. Mm -hmm. America is filled with immigrants from all over the world, as well as people who are one or two generations removed from a different country. But that's not going to create some massive soccer culture in America, AB. Because guess what? I don't give a shit about the Irish national team. I'm too far removed from Ireland. I don't care. So with each successive generation that is born and raised in America, they will grow up in American culture. And in American culture, we don't care. That's a flimsy argument. And I feel like some soccer people are really going to get on me about that. But that's how I see it. Like they didn't when ESPN and Fox paid a lot of money to televise the World Cup. They're not paying on the hopes that the USA goes far because guess what? They're going to be one or two or three and done anyway. Don't get me wrong, A.B., I enjoy and respect the enthusiasm people have for the sport. Sure. I love it. I get wrapped up in it. You, If U.S. made the World Cup, I'd have a fucking flag on while I'm watching the game with a bunch of people watching the World Cup games. You better not. That's disrespectful of the flag, A.B. <laughs> Don't disrespect the flag, folks. I'm saying I love we love going to the bar watching a game with the fake getting wrapped up in the U.S. Love the it. scarves, love it. the hats, all that shit. It's great. It's great. But it's niche, and it will remain niche. Global popularity is irrelevant. You know what? You know what the second most popular sport in the world is? What cricket? Bo- <laughs> boxing. Boxing is the second most popular sport what? in the world. Big matches sell out Wembley Stadium with a hundred thousand plus people for a boxing match, just like a soccer match. People come from all over the world. They descend on Las Vegas. What happened when McGregor fought Mayweather? A billion Irish people came to Las Vegas and watched. It's a very popular sport, but it's not. No one's sitting here and telling you that it's going to overtake any mainstream sport in America anytime soon. It's not going to happen. Um, No one's telling you that Americans are going to dominate it because they're not going to. And even the ones that do are not relevant because the, the culture doesn't value the sport. Like to me, soccer and I know soccer is the dominant sport, but they're in they're similar positions as far as being outsiders to the mainstream in American culture. But Rim, Rim, we got a lot of female listeners. I can hear them. I can hear them saying, "Rim, what about the women's team? The women's team is amazing." And that's true. They have been our whole mm-hmm. lives. I got I got some theories on why. The American women are so much further along than the American men and further, in my estimation, than the American men 
will ever be. Okay. One, women don't play football. Women don't play baseball. Two, the difference between men's basketball and women's basketball is so vast that the entertainment factor is different, right? Mm -hmm. Like the WNBA has been around for 20 plus years and it's still not a mainstream, like culturally relevant, right? Yeah, they just had their finals and I assume 99% of the people, including all three of us, couldn't tell you who won. The opposite is true. It was the Lynx. I was going to say Sparks. I was going to say my No, the Lynx beat the Sparks in Game 5. Lynx beat the Sparks in Game 5. My Sparks playing for the championship. I thought thought they won it, though. Didn't watch. Huge huge Simone Augustus guy. You're looking at him. All right. The opposite is true in soccer, right? So the difference in entertainment factor between men's soccer and women's soccer is to the average fan. It's basically nothing. It's sure. the, the sport is played at essentially the same speed. It's not a sport that really relies and soccer fan will tell you this. It's not a sport that relies on size and strength. It's more about quickness, foot skills and strategy and all that. In conclusion, men's soccer in this country will never, ever, ever be dominant they will never win the World Cup. I will die before the United States men's national team gets to a World Cup final. And if they do, I will kill myself just to make good on that bet. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, but this is how confident I am. I'm not sweating saying that, all right? Putting that on tape. Until they make the World Cup, I don't want to hear anything about the United States men's national team at all. So that means you can't talk to me about it next year. I don't want to hear about it next year because they're not in the cup. Talk to me in 20-whatever, 2022. A.B., I'm going to read a couple texts we got, and then I'm going to let you give your thoughts. This is from Ty, a go-to soccer guy. The United States men's national team losing last night and not making the World Cup would be comparable to if the Mighty Ducks lost to the gumball jersey team from Mighty Ducks 2, except they didn't even make it to the tournament because they lost to the team before the Ice Eagles. Ty, thank you for the text. Truly don't remember that movie, anything before the USA part. So I I missed you on that one. I I got him. I got him. There were there's like it was it was the happy to be there team. They're dancing and stuff on the ice. It was fun. It was Trinidad and Tobago. Was it the team in Mighty Ducks too? Yeah, they had the guy playing like the. Uh, He's playing like bongos on the steel drums. Uh, yeah, steel drums. This is a text from somebody I don't know. They didn't leave the name. Rimcast boys. Fortunately, I missed the match. In Hong Kong, expanding my pursuit of the dreads Nolan had back in his day. People forget about those dreads. I don't know who this person is. That's interesting. People forget that you had dreads. That's terrible. <laughs> so my phone's .5G Gamecast saved me a few tears. Anyway, an overall pathetic display by the USMNT. I'm still grappling with the idea that a country in a country with 300 million people losing to another country with 1 million in anything. That's the population of Montana, A.B. Sad. Regardless, if we're showing, I don't, a lot of wheeze in here. Don't include me in this. All right. This is the other person's voice. It ain't me. This is y'all. Y'all lost. <laughs> Regardless, if we're showing we can't even compete with Caribbean teams, it's clear we should get banged come next summer anyway. Don't like that phrasing. These aren't even Euro or South American players. These are guys who have more than likely already returned to their normal jobs a day after. Oof. See you in 22. No, you. You won't see us in 22, though. No, you won't see me. <laughs> you won't see us in 22. 
I'm a I'm a show me state guy. You gotta show me. You gotta prove it to me. You gotta get show me the receipts. Show me win. the numbers. Listen, they gotta get out of pool play before I watch another second of US men's soccer. <laughs> and then I'll be Period. all in. <laughs> all right, A B, what do you got? I went on far too long. I'll keep it I'll keep it short. I agree with all the things you said. I don't think US soccer will ever be a big thing in America, at least in our lifetime. It'll it'll be big every four years. I think it'll be big in 22 if they do, if they, you know, if they make the World Cup or whatever, it'll be just as big. And then it'll go away because nobody gives a shit. And it's at best like the fifth or sixth best sport in America. Um, what I don't get, though, is even though it's not America's number one sport or anything like that, how we aren't like one of the top 50 teams even. How, you know, we're we're not getting the top tier or second tier, or even probably third tier athletes in America, but I would think the fourth and fifth tier athletes in America could still beat the piss out of Trinidad and Tobago. This, I mean, <laughs> isn't this like, wouldn't this compare to like a gigantic 5A school losing to an eight-man football team in Iowa or something like that? It just, it, it's unfathomable how it happens. I know the United States men's basketball team had some embarrassing losses a couple of years ago at like the Not World like Championships. This. Not like this. And also like the rest of the world was catching up. They they put like the C minus squad out there for that team. And it's yeah. all pros who never played together and they just plop them together. I just think it's this loss. It was funny because this loss sparked a reaction like I've never seen. People were like – the United States men's national team lost two to one in Trinidad Tobago. And the people on TV were like, we need to fire all the coaches at the kindergarten level and just scrap everybody. Like it was crazy. <laughs> they were talking like nobody knows how to, yeah, nobody knows how to dribble anymore. And I was like, Whoa, like, so it's just a one loss. It was one goal. <laughs> Here, I'm going to play a quick rant from the guy who went viral after the loss, a guy who I love. I'd never heard of this guy. I love, I really fuck with this Taylor Twelman guy. So a lot of people on social media right now want to say it's Jurgen Klinsmann's fault. It's Bruce Arena's fault. It's Daniil Galati's fault. By the way, as an ex-player, every single one of those players, they can take some nightmares yep. for the rest of their lives because this is an utter embarrassment with the amount of money that is in Major League Soccer and in this sport. You can't get a draw, a tie against Trinidad. Max, you don't deserve to go to the World Cup. Yeah. So what does this program do? Is this this group, do you, do you blow it up? Do you this just, is everything, though, Max. So Because I remind everyone, 2,000 euros, Germany laid an egg. And they all came together. Bundesliga, second Bundesliga, DFB, the German so uh, Football Federation, all came together with a 10-year plan. Guess what happened in 10 years? They won that World Cup. If this failure does not wake up, Everyone from U.S. soccer to Major League Soccer, from pay to play to broadcasters to everything, then we're all insane because the definition of insanity is doing the exact same thing, knowing the result. Love it. And if we don't change it, and I mean we, everyone in U.S. soccer, then what are we doing? What's the point? Because that should have never happened with the billion dollars plus that is going into Major League Soccer and youth development. That should have never happened, and it did, and every single person should look themselves in the mirror. And by the way, that's including myself. And the discussion after Brazil, Max, was can we beat the Colombias and the Belgians and the Argentinas of the world? Are you kidding me? We can't beat Trinidad on a field that's too wet and too heavy? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? 
Uh, one last thing I want to say before we go to we get Statboy's thoughts. The main takeaway of all that nonsense I spewed earlier is that it doesn't matter how many people are in the country, three hundred million to one million. If the if the country doesn't value the sport, well, Colin Coward type ran here, they won't be good at it. Like Ireland, God, I don't know how many people live in Ireland. A couple million. Ireland will beat America's ass in hurling for in from now until the end of time because America you don't even know what hurling is but they value hurling in Ireland and other places and there are sports we've never heard of that small countries would kill us in because they value it so the it doesn't the country size to me doesn't it doesn't matter i mean it seems like america should beat trinidad and tobago sure but I mean, America gets its ass kicked by smaller countries all the time in sports America doesn't care about. And I hate to say it, soccer people, but soccer is one of those sports. The sooner you accept that and just let give give yourself up to that reality, it will be much more enjoyable. Like, set the bar lower. You know what I mean? Like, America will never be good. Just understand that. And then when they are good every now and then, it'll be fun and enjoyable. Step boy, what do you got? Okay. So... I do not disagree with any of your comments. I think what's going to happen is so soccer being the most popular sport and with the very large influx of immigrants, like you said, I think eventually we're going to have a top class team, but the main issue that we run into. And so he mentioned it's called pay to play. And basically all it means is that in order to play competitive soccer in the United States, your parents basically have to have the coin to drive you around the Midwest or all over California or all over the East Coast to play other competitive teams. I think that's just a bogus argument, though, because all the sports are like that. So basketball is AAU. Football is ingrained. So from that perspective, you by playing high school football, that is enough to get you into college. The The issue that we've run into in the United States is that and this, I think this is in the same article that you had retweeted, Rim, was essentially the U.S. has only used men's soccer to get to college. It's been a stepping stone for kids like myself to go play in college. And that's really all we've ever used it for. When the MLS came in, they saw what England did with academies. And essentially what that is, is you're 12, 11, 10 years of age. You'll go to an academy and you live there and you play soccer every day and you train with kids that are very competitive and you don't pay for that. So when Messi was 13, he went to he went to Spain. When Ronaldo was 10 or 11, he went from Portugal to Manchester United. Until we've developed some type of academy system where kids can go and train at the highest level and don't have to be Christian Pulisic and go to Germany at the age of 16, We'll never be competitive on the world stage. I mean, we'll have teams, like you said, we'll have a team that, you know, makes a run every once in a while, but we'll never be the, the heavy favorite in any group stage or the, we'll never be a favorite in the knockout stage, uh, unless we get lucky and, you know, someone wins the group stage and we get a matchup against them. So um, do you think that's going to happen? Cause I feel like that's just not American no. culture though, that to do something like that. Like there's nothing like that. I think the one thing that, that goes in favor of soccer is you're seeing more parents pull their kids out of sports like football because of all the CTE. Sure. That you're going to see more kids play soccer. But the problem is 
I mean, they'll go further. It's every kid plays soccer. We all played soccer as, you know, in kindergarten through elementary school. You'll see kids move further in soccer. So you'll have the, you know, the kid that may have been the wide receiver on the football team. Instead of being a wide receiver, he goes out and he's a winger for the soccer team. So you'll see more of that. But until there's like that developmental stage where you go from essentially your early teen years to some type of academy setup where you're training at the highest level, you're never going to have that. So like growing up for me, I chose not to do the pay pay for play because I was playing hockey. But with hockey, I knew I was going into the junior league system. The junior league system is the one thing that develops basically non-Minnesota kids who do not have the competitive advantage in their own states that they can go play in a league when they're 16 to 21 so they can go to college. And the NHL basically just uses the junior system and the college system as being their uh, kind of their farm system to develop players. But the MLS doesn't have that. And the MLS is still a, God, a 10th tier type of league. <laughs> Every league in Europe is better than it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's crazy. Every league in Europe is better than the MLS. All you do is you see the MLS is good for bringing Euro players when they are essentially not washed up, but on no, the... No, washed up. The, washed up is the correct term. I would say on the tail end of their career, they're still talented enough and they dominate in the MLS, but there's no way they could dominate they can't dominate on the Euro side. That's what washed up is. <laughs> That's what fucking... Remember when Allen Iverson got washed up and then he dominated China for a little bit? Yeah, yeah that's, that'd be... Okay, that's a very fair comparison. So, yeah, it's it's basically like our NBA players going to China yeah. and being celebrities in China. That is exactly what's happening with the MLS right. right now. But we don't have a way to basically bring kids from kindergarten to the absolute top tier. You're going to have the Pulisic of the world, but you're also going to have the Freddie Adus, who everyone thinks is the next phenom at 14, and now the kid's, you know, literally on the sidelines. I don't even know. Whatever happened to that kid? I I forgot to call Nolan. I forgot to call Nolan Nolan Adu. I fucked that up. Um, (laughs) All right. The the academies you described, and AB said it, it's not, that's not American culture. That's, that, it has like a weird tinge of socialism almost like yeah. some communist country taking a 12 year old prodigy and forcing him into a, this lane and like through a national, like a essentially like a government funded system and putting him so he can be an athlete 10 years later or whatever. Like that's never going to happen here. It's never going to happen. All right. We got cut off and that was my attempt on <laughs> <laughs> sounding like a natural return. All right. You hear me? It's fucking never going to happen. It's never going to happen. <laughs> like if that sounds weird, it's because we've been not recording for ten minutes because they'd be dropped out. But I think I think I nailed it. I think yeah, I, I think it. you Listen. hit it. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. We're done talking about soccer for at least ten years. It feels yeah. good. It feels that was yeah. cathartic. We're never going to have to talk about soccer again unless it's women's soccer. All right. Yeah. Don't forget about what is it. What? Oh, I'm a huge. Here's a, just just so people don't think I'm some sexist scumbag. I'm a huge fan of the women's team. Oh, yeah. Half my Instagram feed is all the women's soccer players. A big. I gotta name half of them. Big fan. Hell yeah. We support rim, winners. Rim and AB full yeah. of winners. All right. Uh, one thing to note, guys, is the 2026 World Cup will be in the U.S. And as part of that, we get an automatic invite. <laughs> You think I give a fuck about some participation trophy? No. All right. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit at all. We need to move it. Get that out of our country. Yeah, but that's less than 10 years if you did the math real quick. 
They get, why don't you just give them a free pass to the World Cup championship? The winner of the actual tournament plays the U.S. All right, AB, take us into the next. Take us into the next segment. Let's get back to normal. Back to business here. What do you want to go to? Uh, just take us out of get get us out of here. <laughs> get whatever's next on the list that you put uh, on there. How about that? I need white people to explain themselves about something, Rim. It's All something right. I saw on the internet. This week I was making some some of old AB's old famous six alarm chili. <laughs> World famous. Never heard of you making chili. <laughs> <laughs> Made a, a, rustled up a big old batch of AB's famous seven alarm chili. <laughs> As me and my wife were eating it, we got to talking, and she'd mentioned that uh, the internet's going nuts about people dipping and eating together with their chili cinnamon rolls. Hmm. And one of my one of our friends mentioned this to me like a year ago. I had just forgotten about it. Is it but is this person white? Is it a white person? Of course, it's a white person. Yeah. Now, crazy stuff here. I need you, as two white people, to explain yourselves. What What's going on here? Chili doesn't sound like it would mix with really anything. I'm willing to give it a shot. I'm not a chili guy, but I'm such a big cinnamon roll guy that I'll dip them in just about anything. So I'm willing to give it a shot. I'll I'll take the white people side on this one. What's wrong with mixing bold flavors? <laughs> what, are you scared? <laughs> Apparently, this is a Midwest thing. And well, it fucking makes sense, too, because Midwest yeah. does some wild stuff with the worst stuff you can put in your body. Okay. All right. Well, no, I don't. I got no problem with this. I see no issue with this. <laughs> <right>. Next topic. <laughs> Step Next away. Topic. Have you had it? Okay, so the weird thing is, you when can't, I lived we in can't Omaha, do long. We can't do long explanations about your history well, of chili no, if that's where you're going. Apparently, it's a huge Western Iowa thing. Like elementary school, like growing up, apparently all those kids like that's like their favorite lunch. And being from the eastern side of the state where we have culture, <laughs> there is no such thing as cinnamon rolls and chili. All right, AB, we got a race court. You want to do a race court here? I would love to. AB, Dove has apologized after releasing a series of racist, in quotation marks, because it's for us to determine, the court judges, Mm -hmm. determine if that's the case, images that appear to show a black woman turning white (laughs) after using the soap. (laughs) It's a lot funnier than I thought it was going to (laughs) be. So to describe the images, which we'll link to, we have a a black woman in in a skin, her skin tone shirt, and then... She is in four frames taking the shirt off, and underneath that shirt is a white, well, really pale white woman, so there's no, there's no mistaken uh, that it's a different person with different skin. Taking the shirt off, and underneath that is, is a white woman in her skin color tone shirt, and the implication here is that, like, get clean using Dove. What was their actual, what was their actual, what was the purpose of this? Because that That was my question to you. That can't really be what they meant by this. This was obviously just a, this is what happens when you have all white people on a board, like a marketing board, and no one catches something that's pretty obvious. Even if it weren't racially insensitive, I'm wondering what your implication here is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get what the 
are you now clean because you use like hopefully soap takes off like brown dirt from your body if you're trying to imply <laughs> that like if you're dirty from playing around in like mud or something and then you use the th- soap i think a better way to portray that would be to have a person who's actually muddy and then using the soap yeah, and then yeah. becoming clean something like that you know like in uh sure. an oxyclean type of thing uh-huh. you didn't see billy mays having like look at this person before oxyclean and look at this beautiful white lady after oxyclean that's not how the oxyclean commercials work i think they thought they were being inventive like a new oh nobody's ever done this before yeah but it turns out there's a reason for that black people black women take another shot rim yeah it's unfortunate yeah, ain't that the truth that's the, that the truth are you gonna boycott this is kind of boycott boys are you gonna boycott dove soap do you use dove soap um, no, I'm a Target guy. All right. Well, I am a huge Dove, Dove guy. I recently changed from, I, in fact, I could not recommend a body wash more highly than I recommend <laughs> Dove. I'm not kidding. I went from, I've been using Old Spice, like all dudes our age use. You start using Old I Spice use that. Yep. 14 and you just keep using it until someone makes you change. I changed to Dove. It changed my life. I'd say showering is more. I look forward to showering more because of the how soft the Dove body wash <laughs> is. It's, it's creamy. It lathers really well. It makes you smell great. I. I'm, what are you gonna of, do? Of course, you boycott, boycott, boys. Fuck no! I'm not gonna boycott this. Of course, it's a silly <laughs> ad, and I can't believe it got approved. But I am. So, I could not be more pro Dove <laughs> at all. And in fact, I'm kind of looking forward to maybe the potential price drop in Dove products. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> all right. So, AB, what's your uh, f- ruling? Guilty. All right, guilty. Here's the thing, folks. Spoiler alert. They're always guilty. (laughs) (laughs) All right, last segment of the day. It was a heavy Nolan episode, heavy Stat Boy episode. And I hate to tell you, folks, it's not going to, it's not ended anytime (laughs) soon. Last segment of the day, a little something I like to call Finance Friday, even though this episode comes out on Monday. It was originally going to come out on Friday. It's going to come out on Monday. Still calling it Finance Friday. A little something called alliteration. Read a book for me one time, maybe. Seriously. All right. Uh, folks, our president. Some of you might like him. Some of you might not like him. I think everybody knows where I stand. <laughs> our president. Y'all's uh, president. <laughs> Y'all, this, I won't go that far, but our president uh, had had an interesting some interesting theories about economics. I think he flipped the whole economics game on his head. Flipped it topsy turvy. Uh, you ain't got shit to say he, about him anymore. He topsy turvy. He put my mind in a fucking pretzel with this one. <laughs> yeah. So let me play a quick clip from uh, an interview he did with Sean Hannity the other day. I'm so proud of the $5.2 trillion of increase in the stock market. Now, if you look at the stock market, that's one element, but then we have many other elements. The country, we took it over at owed $20 trillion. As you know, the last eight years, they borrowed more than it did in the whole history of our country. So they borrowed more than $10 trillion, right? And yet we picked up $5.2 trillion just in the stock market, possibly picked up the whole thing in terms of the first nine months, in terms of value. So you could say in one sense, we're really uh, increasing values and maybe in a sense we're reducing debt, but we're very honored by it. All right, uh, quick question, stat boy, finance guy. Uh, is that how that works? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Rim, this guy sounds like I would sound if I was talking about this topic, like incoherent and clueless. 
it's he sounds like if you try to talk about it and you were trying to get away with like cover up yeah. <laughs> or like get away with something or or try to pretend that you try to impress a bunch of school children. <laughs> Stab boy, what's your take on uh if the stock market goes up, that means we don't have to pay the national debt anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's not exactly how it works. Try not to bore the listeners, please. Just I want to get yep. that out there. Yep. The okay. Please don't fucking bore <laughs> so, us with this. <laughs> I'm already I'm, I put yeah. my arms on my desk. I'm settled in for a long winded. Keep it spicy, stat boy. Long Make it winded so, answer here. Yeah. So, so anyway. when the when he talks for like 45 seconds when you ask him a simple yes or no question. What are we gonna get when we ask him this? God Deep. knows. Settle in. Settle in. Oh, Settle in, listeners. Jeez. Anyways, so when the government issues debt, uh, and a, and to take a seat, I'm about to sit. I'm no, not. do it. And Give it to us. Give it to rallies. us. Those are they're two separate things. One, the debt is debt, and essentially a stock is an asset in a company. Uh, however, the the thought that he is trying to portray is that while we are all taxpayers. We all technically own. <laughs> no, no, keep going. Right. Keep going. I just so, had to get the laugh there. I just had to so get the laugh. We're all no, we want to know. We, we want to know for sure. We all technically have a share of that debt, given that we pay taxes into the That government. ain't my debt. <laughs> well, that debt, that debt bailed us out of a lot of uh, shit back in 2008, 2009, 2010. But... His train of thought is essentially, okay, we all own the debt collectively, and you were to to spread that across every individual, and every individual also has the ability to own a share in a stock. The the gains that you would have seen from ownership in the market over the past nine months would essentially offset some of that debt. So what he's trying to say is basically that by owning stock and by living in the U.S. and paying your tax dollars, you're you're essentially washing away that debt. But that's not how it works. You still have to pay back that debt, and that that person has to pay back is the government who isn't owning stocks in the market. So he's not correct in the sense that he has wiped away the debt. He's made his rich friends and people that have a lot of money in the markets better off. But it's also built on the premise that. A lot of his policies around taxes, especially corporate taxes, will go into effect. And if those don't go into effect, you're going to see, in my opinion, the market react in a very negative way because they've baked in a lot of the value of those tax gains into the market already. So if, if tax, if the, basically tax policy, the changes that they want to make don't go into effect, you could see values quickly move back to levels that we saw them in November of 2016, which would wipe away those gains. And guess what? We're still stuck with that debt. Told you not to make it boring. <laughs> Begged you not to make it boring. Uh, no, good well stuff. Said. Hopefully people learned something here. Uh, do you think any of that went through his head? <laughs> no, not at all. Let's be honest here. Folks. He's just <laughs> rambling. And he... The worst part about Trump is hey, keep he poli- hey, keep politics out of this. Yeah. No well, no, keep politics the, out of it. Come he on, man. he wants to take credit for everything that's good and does not want to take credit for anything that's bad. Yeah, and so he's very quick to point out it's like Brian Kelly. Favorite, it's like, so he's like Brian favorite Kelly. Thing about him. <laughs> so he he loves pointing out how well the market's done, but as soon as that market reverses on him, if he's even in office when oh. it happens, 
He, oh, oh, that if, boy. If, he if he's oh. in office, oh, 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 oh spicy. Sad boy, thank you for the breakdown. Talk that was talking. That was Finance Friday, brought to you by Merrill Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by Merrill Lynch. All right, sad boy, do you have any stats? Get back, mm-hmm. get back in yeah. your lane here. <laughs> Stick to stats. A little too pumped Stick up for to us stats. today. Stick to stats. <laughs> Stick to stats, sad boy. I don't ever want to hear a political take out of you. <laughs> All right, so I confirmed Life Water, even though it's spelled in a very odd fashion, is owned by Pepsi Corporation. You didn't so. need to confirm that. I confirmed that. <laughs> uh, miasma is defined as an unpleasant smell or vapor. Wait, did he misuse the word then? What's going on? No, I mean, he's just basically saying they, they stink. stink. The stench of futility. All right. Uh, boxing's not even in the top 10 of most popular sports rim. What are you, what's your numbers? So, the World <laughs> Atlas is... Okay, this, this has the making of an all-time rim, rim mess up. Uh, yeah. So, this is based on the World Atlas results on not only participation, but also following, and the number two sport in the world, which is not surprising based on just population demographics, but it's cricket. That's what I said! Hell yeah. Number three shocked me. Three is field hockey. All right. Quick question. Okay. Well, there you go. If it's field hockey, then this is a lie. This is a sham list. What did did you say? (laughs) Your did you, where did you say your source was? I think he said his source was a world book that he owns from 1990. (laughs) And I, I fact checked it against a bunch of other sites that all had basically the same exact breakdown. There were a couple like golf was a little higher in some than others, but the overall top three is soccer, cricket, field hockey and it's basically based on the fact that india china africa and all of europe play those three sports and they do not play that's true india and china don't give a fuck about boxing and they have a that's huge population all right go ahead uh ireland has 4.7 million people however the basically the backing for your uh, argument earlier that size does not really dictate how well you're playing the sport is that Iceland qualified for the World Cup this year and they have a population of 330,000 people. That's fucking, folks, that's a BFD. Iceland is like one quarter the size of Trinidad and Tobago. All right. So, we'll, no, we'll wait for you to sip your old fashioned stat boy. What kind of shit are you trying to pull tonight? Being, <laughs> being the big star with all the takes and all the and all the alcohol. I just love alcohol. Next stat. Next stat. Oh, uh, that was it. Then we. Then you guys let me talk for basically forty five minutes. Yeah, well, this is going to be some episode. The reception <laughs> will be interesting. Oh, also, Ab, I think you had asked like he said. You said what during Twelman's rant about all the German things? Those are just like different leagues. So it'd be like Major League Baseball, Triple A baseball, Double A baseball, Single A baseball. He knows that. He knows I know. That. I know what they are. The just making fun of them. There's tons of dumbass names that yeah, just make them seem like American. they're bigger deals than they are. That's, what, get, what's that's just the top, German language for you. What is the top league? Bundesliga. No, I've never even heard of that. Oh, no, no. Are you <laughs> asking? Are you asking the top league in Germany? Or are you is asking the top, top league in the world? He's not asking the top league in Germany. Do you hear about that? What is the top league in the world? Top league in the world is probably going to be between the Premiership. And La Liga, which is like the Spanish Why don't league. all the best players just play in the same league? They only allow 20 teams in the Premiership. So if you're not good enough so? to be on those teams, then you're in, you're in a, you're on another team. So players go where the money is. All right. All right. I'm cutting that. I'm cutting that. You're knocking the mic anyway. Right. Neymar's in France because of the money, not because PSG's good. Do you want to start a soccer podcast, Nolan? Is that what you want to make, <laughs> turn this into? We basically did. 
I never want to hear Neymar on the Rimcast ever again. <laughs> or the Bundesliga. This motherfucker, let me tell you what happened there, folks. Nolo, Statboy knew that AB wasn't asking what the most popular league in Germany is. No. He, but he wanted to show everybody that he knows what the Bundesliga is. <laughs> That's all that was. Showboat. He knew. Nolo knew, knew damn well what AB knew, wanted I to know. Knew when I was making that joke when, about Twelman's rant, about all the names. I obviously knew those were dumbass leagues. Yeah, of course. What, what else would those be? How stupid do you think we are, <laughs> Stat Boy? I know we have you on here to correct us with stuff we get wrong, but do you think we're dumb people? Do you think you're smarter than us? Is that what you think? No. <laughs> I think you, Stat Boy thinks he's smarter than us. That's what I think. All right. Quick rest in peace. Soccer. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah, rest in peace. Play Soccer taker. is dead Give to us. Taker. All right, as everyone knows, everyone who gets on the web, the old WW, the old World Wide Web, the information superhighway. Remember when the internet came out and it was like, you can find out all the information you want, but it turns out it's just fucking stupid gifts and people swearing at each other and fighting with each other on the internet. Nothing nothing good happens on the internet, including podcasts. What was the first thing you did as on the internet? Because I know the Kennedys were early adapters of AOL. Oh, my God, early. we had the internet so fucking early, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> my little brother doesn't remember life before the internet, and he's like 27 or 28. Wow. Uh, the first thing I did on the internet, well, obviously, we had AOL in like 1995, yep. so I'd get on, check. The first thing I did on the internet might have been AOL in some messenger with my pals who got AIM. But for real, for real, the first thing that I really use the internet for consistently, cheat codes and Nintendo 64, point blank period, sure. n64cc.com. That's well, all I use the internet for for five years. <laughs> you want to know what I That's use it, it for, Rim? Let's hear it. First thing I did when I got on there, they had these like, it was like trivia these trivia games oh, yeah, and sure, i would join sure. the aol trivia wwe trivia like every wow. night and then i'd do this trivia and you'd get a score against other people and it was that's all i did remember when you used to just go into the chat rooms and just talk to random people like yeah. you didn't even have to it, <laughs> yeah. the chat room didn't even have to have a theme it didn't there no, wasn't you just didn't need to be a shared a thing you just you literally would press aol used to have this button that was like on the home page and it was just like go to chat. It was just chat. <laughs> and then you were popped into a chat room, one seven three no you know, life of pie, ba ba ba. And then you're talking with a hundred people from around the world that are just like, Hey, hey what's going on? Send me pictures. Except age, sex location, please. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what were we talking about? AIM. AOL Instant Messenger is dead in December. Mm. End of an era, AB. This has been going on for a long time. We used AIM a lot longer. When people hopped off the AIM train, we rode it for another year or two, mm -hmm. if I recall correctly. In college, I used it. And when things go away, you reminisce. So, AB, I want to know, what were your top screen names that you had? And what were some of the favorite screen names of other people? Because I got a number one on that list, and I think it's the same as yours. I just had the two, Rem, and they were both based around being lazy. That was kind of the cool thing to do back then, was be lazy. It was like around, the, like Homer Simpson was hot back then. It, I mean, so my, my first screen name was Slacker A1. Okay. Why A1? Top Slacker. That's A1 just means you're the top at it. I'm the, I'm the top Slacker. And then right. second screen name, as you know, was a bit too lazy, spelled incorrectly, using the wrong form of two. Did you mean to do that? No. No, 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 no. Yeah, I was going to say there's no way you meant to no. do that. I don't know if I ever confronted you about that at the time. <laughs> a bit too lazy, and every word was capitalized, too. That's an iconic 
That's an iconic name. screen name, period. A capital, B capital, T capital, L capital. I had a couple. The two that I remember, I had Mediocre Tim, 13. I tried to make Mediocre Don't remember that for one. a while. It hit for a while. I think it was maybe freshman year of high school. It, hit, it was high. It was popping for a while. You know, what's up? What's up, ladies? Ladies. And then I changed to TK Ain't No Joke during the that's a, uh, ushering that's in the TK iconic, era. That's an iconic screen name. And then that's all I had. Stab Boy. Let's hear your fucking fucking hockey's niche uh, sports screen names. Uh, I think I was just smooth shot 78 for the entirety of AIM. All right, I'm going to call bullshit on that. No one had only one screen name. No, if you only had one was screen like my name, last name initially. Like it was like Nolan and a bunch of numbers. Okay, so that counts. That's two. Yeah, right. hell yeah. AB, favorite screen name of somebody else's all time? It is my good friend uh, Blake. It was Love Machine 8, and he had it when he was like a 12-year-old. <laughs> my, yeah, that was... That was <laughs> inappropriate. I, I mean, that one shouldn't have been allowed. Back in the day, that was that was too much. I had to hide Blake's yeah. IMs, you know, POS, parent over shoulder. You know how it goes. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite, first time we ever, I ever met our friend, our now great friend Pat, was through baseball. For some reason, I went over to his house after some practice. It was actually the week that the Vladimir Guerrero Sports Illustrated was out, because I remember reading that when I was there. Okay. And he said so. He's like, "Do you have you know AIM or whatever?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I do." Which you know, you exchange screen names, and his screen name was the Chicken Man Fifteen. Unsolicited, he tells me that the reason his screen name is the Chicken Man Fifteen is that when he was making his screen name, he was eating chicken nuggets. So he was the Chicken Man 15 <laughs> for 20 years, and that's why he's Chicken Man 15. All right, that's my favorite all-time screen You know name. what I'd like, Rim? If some other people can send us what their screen names were, Rosecast Nation, or Rimcast Nation, I'd like to see everyone's screen names, and maybe we'll read out the best couple. People send us the screen names, and we'll turn into our... We're going to power rank the screen names. Yeah. Uh, so give us a text, 773-234-7794. I feel like people are going to do that anyway without you saying it, but I'm glad you did it. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's all we got. Thanks for listening to the Rimcast. Thanks for listening to these old episodes of Rim and AB, formerly known as the Rimcast. If you want full access to our archive and weekly episodes of our new show, More Rim and AB, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash rim and AB. Listen, we always warned you people we were going to sell out. We oh, always we'll said we were going to sell out. Drop of a hat, Rim. <laughs> we all have, for years we've been saying we're going to sell out. We sold out. All episodes behind the paywall. I hope you enjoyed them while they were free. And happy to do it. <laughs> happy to do it. Everybody's got a price. <laughs> and ours is small. <laughs> ours, yeah, ours is small. $4 a month. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Rim and AB.